So as you know, on Saturdays, we're all about the hustle. We're all about entrepreneurship and we're all about business. Joining us on 5FM Extra Loud Mornings today, we have the founder and CEO of Native Child, a plant-based hair and body care brand, Sonto Kowe. Sonto, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I came across, a, I think it was a tweet and it said, if you keep having the same thoughts about a business idea before you go to sleep, you have to start the business. You have yeah. to start the business. So how did you come across your idea and your concept for a plant-based hair and body care brand? And what made you start the business? So for me, um, I've always had a relationship with my hair, even as a little girl. Um, it's always been like a passion of mine. I learned to do my own hair. I never went to hair salons. I mean, I did have a few bad experiences. Told my mom, I'm never, ever going to have anyone touch my hair. She laughed, um, figured things out. I sat in the mirror for hours trying to learn, taught myself how to braid. Um, so, so, so for me, um, I've always had like a personal relationship with my hair. I mean, fast forward as a teenager, um, I was then um, braiding people's hair for extra income on weekends, studied, finished my trick, didn't really know which direction to go because I knew I didn't want to be a hairdresser, but I also didn't know. I mean, at the time, I, there were not really many options. It's either you're a hairdresser, you own a hair salon. I didn't want neither, either or. Moved in a completely different direction. Um, studied quantity surveying. Um, when I researched about it, it sounded, you know, for me, it felt comfortable because my father is a builder, so it's in the building sector. So it's something I was kind of, I kind of grew up around. So. I thought, okay, I wouldn't mind doing that. They earn a lot of money. So yeah, I'm in there. <laughs> um, it wasn't until I started working, then I realized, nah, this is not for me. Uh, and I then decided I'll, I won't stop immediately, but I'll save enough money to be able to then start afresh. Um, and so for me, I think I'm a testament to those people who end up in a career that they don't like to say, it's okay to just regroup and then start again. You know, it took a while. I, I wasn't one of those brave people that would just jump from one idea to the other, but I just felt the discomfort within me getting bigger and bigger by not starting this business. Um, so it just became, every day it became uncomfortable, like you were saying, if you think about this idea over and over. And yeah, it became uncomfortable. Then I thought, okay, jumping ship. Studied um, cosmetic science. Uh, a lot of people tend to ask, what is that? Um, so that's where you learn basically the science behind cosmetics. So you learn everything in cosmetics from lips to aerosols to body care, hair care, everything. Um, and it wasn't, yeah, up after that, then I, I slowly started building the brand from home. Um, there were not funds. A lot of people say, where did you get the money? I didn't. I didn't have in, enough funds to start a fully-fledged business. So I just started off with just one product. And in terms of me going the plant-based route is because I was one of those people that reacted to everything on the market. You know, you try some, put something on, wake up with the rash, eat something, wake up with that. So it was important for me to go the clean route. 
um, clean cosmetics, clean body care, clean hair care, um, especially for the black market because it's something that, I mean, until we launched, what, there wasn't anything available that was clean. Um, I know now more and more brands are sort of like trying to move that direction. But when we launched, there wasn't anything like that. And what most people don't realize is that um, your skin um, consumes a lot of these chemicals. And, you know, with hair care, you don't realize how much you absorb through your scalp. So, yeah, that's, that's why the whole focus for Native Child for me, has always been so important to be able to uh, launch a brand that focuses on plant-based or clean, clean products. Oh, I see. So when you when you say um, clean, it's it's sort of like the chemicals that they are that that are sometimes reactive to sensitive skin yes. types. Yes. So a lot of, um, and it's unfortunate that we as the consumers may not be privy to this information. But a lot of the raw materials that are out there are considered carcinogenic. For those people who don't know what that is, they over time cause cancer. Um, so I, I would not feel good inside knowing <laughs> that um, I'm contributing to a bigger issue. So for me, it was important to, to get um, products that are not harsh, that are natural, that are organic where possible, we use even um, uh, food-grade oils where possible um, for that very reason, um, to make sure that whatever we are consuming through our body is not hurting the body over time. That's incredible. So, uh, Sonto, now we are, what, I want to say four years into your business and it seems to be growing and doing incredibly well. How do you, how do you cope with uh, competition? Or you mentioned that there are other people that are now jumping on the, the fully natural bandwagon. Is that something yeah. that you, I mean, do you change anything about your business or do you just carry on doing what you're doing? Or is there a particular strategy that you can help enlighten others with? Because sometimes, yeah, you're the first to market, but then others will eventually cotton on at a later stage. Um, I think the beauty with being the first is that you, you get the most market share. So even though, even though other people, yes, will catch on, um, people would still, because it's all behaviors, people still know wh where the go-to brand is. That's number one. Number two um, is just making sure you kill it on customer care. Hey? Um, when customers are happy, um, they're, they're less likely to be experimenting with, you know, the latest thing that's coming on. They're, they're very loyal. And I think I'm fortunate in the sense that um, particularly for black women, um, hair care is something that is very much emotional. <laughs> it's an emotional struggle. And so once you're emotionally attached to a brand, it's very difficult for you to then experiment and try new things. Um, we have had actually people that will say, oh, I've, now that I've tried whatever, one, two, and three, I'm now back. We're thinking, oh, we didn't even realize you left. <laughs> 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 to be honest, I don't focus too much on competition, partly because I feel like when your eyes are scattered, if you're watching what your competitor is trying to do to try, you're never going to 
move forward. You know, you're, you're distracted. You're looking left, right, up, right side, you know. Just focus on your goal and just hammer at it. Doesn't matter if people come and copy. Um, number one, people see the difference. Two, people, when you're passionate about something, doesn't matter how many. I mean, if you look at all the sweet companies out there, they're all still making money. And people still will prefer whatever they want to prefer. And you just continue. Don't worry about it. Don't give it too much thought. I love that. It's, it's almost the stay in your lane mindset, if you will. Just, yeah. Yes. Yes. Stay in your lane. Just focus on what you do. Yes. Because there's no ways you can move forward if you keep looking left and right. Oh, this one has now come up. That, that's, those are just distractions in my eyes. Um, so, honestly, I really don't pay much attention it really becomes um to my awareness awareness is when people say hey have you seen what what they are now trying to i'm like okay guys let's keep it moving <laughs> love that keep it moving. i love that and it's a positive way to i mean if you're living in fear all the time of what other people are going to do it is only going to hamper what what your what your business is a hundred percent see yeah. the value in that so and so with with having a brand that is specifically for uh, a black consumer, hair, body care, there's, there's a lot of things that I think people, white people and guys actually, that don't understand about um, African females and the story that is taking care of hair. It's not a simple process. I, yes. I, know, I know a very limited amount but what I have learned, I'm always like, oh, wow, the, like the, what is it? The politics of hair. The politics of African hair is intense. And it is, I mean, everything from, <laughs> from weaves to braids to, the, to dreads to um, relaxing. There's, I'm just, just seeing from social media, like a guy will say, oh, do you want a girl who's natural, a girl who wears a weave? And I'm like, is this like how do you get it's to have a, how do you get to have a say <laughs> about these things? Like there's a whole conversation going on here that I know very, yeah. very little about. Um, when yeah. it comes to when it comes to African ladies and their hair, uh, I mean, what what have you learned over the over the four years of, of this business that maybe you didn't know know before? So I think the biggest thing I've realized is that you know, a black woman's hair is, is her crown, right? So that I knew. But just realizing the, the, how people have used that to disempower a black woman. So if she walks in at school with her natural hair, no, you can't do that with your hair. Whereas other nationalities, no one tells them whether they can braid, can't braid, relax, can't relax. Um, so those are the, some of the things that as a black girl, you start experiencing when you start mixing with other cultures. So it then becomes quite a disempowering thing. Mm. Um, and I think part of the movement to people going back to natural is to say, wait, hang on, but God created me this way. Why do I need to, 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 to relax my hair, wear a weave to try and look and fit in? Basically, that's what the, 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 the weave thing has done is, is you know, is it to make people kind of fit in? It looks nicer that way. You look, you know, with your curls looser or your hair straight, um, and and so so that's the big I think 
uh, awareness or realization that, you know, has come with that to say people, you know, finally I'm free, you know, I get that a lot. I'm actually so happy to now be free to just walk around in my kinks. Um, and then the other thing for people who may not know, like for you, you can do a, a wash and go. You can literally just wash your hair in the shower and out the wind, out, wipe your hair, off you go. We can't do that. Because <laughs> our hair, no, we can't. I mean, I'm, unless your hair is like super, super short, um, you can't do that. Um, because your hair, the hair mats. If you have, uh, yeah, your hair mats. Like it, it, you have to kind of work with it to get it to do what it is that you want. And so, therefore, it becomes if you are getting ready as a Caucasian person, you have maybe an hour less than I do to get ready. Um, and so, that's why braids are so important because. They, they reduce that getting ready time. You know, it's easier just to have your hair in braids because you can literally just bath, do whatever, put your makeup and out you go. Whereas if it was in its natural state, it's not so easy. Um, but yeah, I think it's been interesting for me to realize how many black women have had to relearn how to take care of their own hair. Why? Because they're coming out of an era where their hair was manipulated, relaxed, and done certain things so that it can look a certain way. And now, you know, then adults, they're 25, they're 30, they're like, okay, I don't know what to do. Guide me through this. So that's been, I think, the biggest. I've been kind of, wow, wowed is the word by, by, by how many women say, okay, please guide me through because since I was a little girl, my mom used to do one, two, and three, and so that's how I learned to do it. But now I, I actually just want to be free the way I am. It's crazy that people are coming coming to you. Is this? I mean, is this is this something that you ever put out there that you do? Because I mean, you have a brand. Like, let's say if I was if I had a brand of I don't know um, uh, baking things. Like, just because I have this, like the things that you can bake with, doesn't mean that I. I'm the queen baker. So just because you have a range of hair and body care products doesn't yeah. mean that you are now the queen of, of people's hair situations. I'm a spokesperson. <laughs> the spokesperson, the oracle of hair. So, I mean, where, where are they coming to you? Is it like in the DM or like in on the, the DM? Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in the DMs. In the e DMs. Emails, um, yeah. So we, we have a lot of, yeah, we receive a lot of inquiries where people say, let me know how to. I've seen my friend whose hair is amazing. I want the same. Please teach me, walk me through the process. And, 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 and those inquiries nearly killed us during COVID because all of a sudden people had time. <laughs> 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 people had time and they, didn't, and they couldn't go to somebody else right and you were there no. <laughs> so so where whereas maybe if you had a, a curiosity over hair you would have maybe gone to a hairdresser oh. and asked them people had time they, they <laughs> nearly killed us and you know the the the, the really the issue is this instant gratification you want an answer now and when we say, 
and then they'll go onto the main page and say, guys, please answer my DM. <laughs> oh, wow. And we're thinking, if only you knew there's 700 DMs in front of you. <laughs> is, it, is it about my product? Did you not get something delivered? Was there an issue with the, <laughs> the, the experience of the product? No, I'm asking you a question that is not going yes. to help you with any money or income. <laughs> I just need an answer that I could probably yeah. find on Google or a YouTube yes. channel somewhere, yes. but they trust yes, yes. you but they trust yes. you. Yes. <laughs> no. Which is, yeah, a, no. I mean, it's a compliment, right? The fact that they're coming to you, that's a, that's a compliment. So. No, we love, we love our customers. I know I tease them every now and again, um, but <laughs> we love our customers. They just need to be patient. <laughs> Preach louder for the people at the back, Sonso, because I, I, I know a couple of um, businesswomen who are online as well, and the number of impatient individuals that they are, it is Hilarious. Um, yes. So, and so is this, I mean, just on a side, I don't know if this is going to be in the interview or not, but like, is this something that you have, that you've done like um, podcast or IG lives or something like where people can get questions and answers done? Cause it clearly has an audience. Yeah. We've, we've actually started, we started one about three weeks ago in terms of an IG live where we, we answer uh, people's questions in real time. And that has really done well. Um, it's unfortunate that even after the live, we still get, oh, guys, I missed the live. <laughs> I missed the live. Won't you just reshare? But uh, we find that it really uh, is helping. Um, but, I mean, there are resources on our Instagram page for people to go through because you know, we get a lot of fresh new people. So we are constantly answering or rather re-answering um, some of the questions that, you know, we've kind of answered before. Um, so we kind of like rotate and keep redoing and re-answering and re-answering just for the benefit of those who are only coming on board now. Um, but yeah, we are doing that. And we also have a YouTube page, um, which we are working on and, um, posting content there so that people can again get the assistance that they need um, without perhaps maybe waiting for a, an answer mm. um, but yeah we're really trying our best uh, with the resources that we have to to ensure that we we answer some of the regular queries that people you know constantly are asking Maybe you should charge for that, Sonto, like for realsies, like, okay, cool. You want us to spend our time and, uh, and use our IP or our, you know, the, the, the information that like, cool. Like it's, it's, um, it's 50 Rand for 10 questions. Go for it. And in that way you make some money like out of it. Cause wow. wow. Monetize it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, so there's, I feel like there's a, a thousand million things that I want to ask you. Um, let's maybe start um, from a business aspect. Have there, have there been things that you, um, that surprised you along your journey to starting a brand that, um, that you developed yourself and, and maybe, maybe something that you didn't think you could get over. Like we've had, co we have COVID now, but maybe there was something, um, within the first two years, I read somewhere that the first two years of a startup are the most difficult. And once you can get past those two years, 
you're good to go. Obviously, besides having global pandemics yeah. and the like. Um, but have there been any challenges where you think you've got some learnings that could, could possibly help some of our listeners? I think the first thing um, is on a positive note. I'll start with the positive. It is that you really can learn anything um, if you put your mind to it. You know, I never thought, you know, I had this idea, I had a passion for hair. Um, you know, somebody else might have a passion for baking or for sewing or whatever that is. Um, but I remember over and over saying, oh, but when it comes to selling, I'm going to have to employ someone else because I'm not a good salesperson. Um, but I soon realized that no one can sell your business better than you. Um, and so that's, I had to get out of my, my shell to be able to speak and speak confidently about uh, the brand and my products and our offering. Um, you know, I, I learned how to create a website. Um, that's something that's not normal for most people because you would never need to. And your head just thinks, oh, technology, unless if you are that wired, you would think there's no ways I'd learn. But I was able to do that. Um, so basically, what, in a nutshell, what I want to say is, if you have a goal and you don't have the means, um, your currency is time. So learn the skill that's needed to get you to the next level. Mm. All right. Um, and that's the first thing. Um, the other thing is, again, unless if it comes naturally, uh, managing people is painful. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> There are so many personalities and um, I, I had to learn to make some hard decisions, which had I not gone into entrepreneurship, I would have never been exposed to. So it required me to grow internally to be able to, um, it, it required me to grow internally to be able to make some of the diff difficult decisions that I've had to learn to make. Mm -hmm. um, Managing and like I said, everything you know is about um, money. I think sometimes we focus too much on I don't have money as a resource, but there are many other resources outside money that you can use. You know, you can barter with people. You can um, exchange. Big. I'm, I'm kidding, <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Um, you can learn to negotiate. Um, There's so many um, um, resources that are at disposal that I think as a successful entrepreneur, you need to be able to, to learn to do. And I think um, also if, if, if you are going into, it's no use having a bakery if you have no interest in baking. Because um, I've found that some people will say, Oh, my neighbor has a successful bakery. Therefore, I now want to start a bakery. Chances of you succeeding are very slim because number one, you have no interest, you have no passion, you have, you're just copying and pasting. Find what it is that you love doing that you'd be willing to do for free. I know people have said that. And I remember reading, thinking, ah, do it for free. But if you are able to do it for free, um, you know that it will sustain you on months where, you know, you're still in the baking phase, you know, before the fruits, 
you see the fruits of your business because it does take time, particularly manufacturing. It's not something um, that like a consultant where you do a job now and you build tomorrow and you've got money in the bank a week later. It's something that you just need to sit and wait. It does sort of take time. So those would be my biggest, um, I think, learn have been my biggest learnings and advice for people. And, and honestly, maybe to add one last thing, um, it's so important to be in a positive state of mind. So the people you surround yourself with, um, be around people who are achieving things. It doesn't have to be in your space, but that energy uh, rubs off. Don't be around people who belittle your dreams um, and think, oh, please, man, because they see you now, but don't realize your potential. So I think it's important to cut off either friends or whatever, um, anybody or anything that kind of belittles your, uh, your, your dreams or belief system, because that will either hinder your growth or, or not. Mm. How many friends did you toss to the side between 2015? Too many to count. Really? Too many to count. The lessons, these are the um, things that nobody tells you about. These are the lessons. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, and if you think about it, the, the, the people who are doing the most um, don't have the time for parties and hanging out. There is, there simply isn't time. And if you think about it with the seed in the ground, it's hidden. So it's okay while you're in the hidden phase um, to silently be working on whatever it is that you're working on until such time that it manifests itself. You know, you start seeing something, something sprouting. Um, because sometimes I think we focus too much on, oh, but that one is not supportive. I feel lonely. It's okay. That's when you feel like you, you, you're able to focus your energy is the most is in those quiet moments so it's okay yeah I've had to not intentionally but I think naturally those extra friendships kind of fall away um, and we've kind of re-emerged after the fact <laughs> but even then I just simply don't have the time to spend as much as I did before for the chit chats you know what I mean mm -hmm. yeah and uh, I'm, I'm using a lot of quotes of things that I've found lying around during this interview. I don't normally do this, but like everything that you're saying is like now is um, those who mind don't matter and those who, who matter don't mind the time that you're not spending yes. with them because um, they get it. They yes. understand. And the people that do mind, well, they don't matter because clearly they don't have your best interests at heart, right? Yes, yes. Mm. It's, it's exactly that. It's too... Um, I think if you're a friend, allow people to go through their process of growth because that's part of growing whatever it is, whatever baby or whatever it is that we're working on and vice versa to allow others if they're going through something, just give them that space and just positive vibes only. When they're good and ready, um, if that friendship was meant to be, it will still withstand whatever, whatever that mm -hmm. you, any, any, vacant time that you've spent apart. So, so I think this has been very enlightening. Um, I want to say thank you so much for your time. Um, if there is maybe, I don't know, I'm throwing you, I'm, I'm not throwing you under the bus, but I'm definitely throwing you a curveball. Um, <laughs> is there anything new that Native Child is working on that um, 
we can look out for or that um, can, can get us excited so that we can follow your next steps? There definitely is, but we don't want spoilers. <laughs> so we must just check it out. All right, where do we find you? Where do we find you online? How do we make sure that we, that we stay in touch? Okay, so um, you can find us on www.nativechild.co. It's not .com, it's .co for company. Um, you can then also find us on Instagram um, and Facebook at 8nativechild.co and on Twitter at a native child, excuse me, at native child underscore um, co. Um, you can reach us on DMs, you can reach us on email. But you must, send an e you must send an e-wallet if you ask questions. That's how it's yes. from now. <laughs> <laughs> Send an e-wallet. It's <laughs> <laughs> pay for my time. No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. Exactly. We're, we're always happy to assist. All we ask is just a little bit of patience. That's all. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Sonto, thank you so much for your time. It's Sonto Powe, who's the founder and CEO of Native Child, a South African plant-based hair and body care brand. Uh, wishing you nothing but the best. Thank you for being so candid and um, for sharing some of your knowledge and um, all the best going forward. Thank you so, so much for having me.